Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Burna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time hey everyone it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a thousand at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. nwretention.com, that's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE, get you 10% off. We've got Donald Trump Jr. on the show tonight. We're going to talk about Nancy Pelosi, why she's brilliant, Joe Biden, why he's not, and the greatest city council meeting ever. All that's coming up right now on I'm Right. It's time to have a very, very frank conversation about Nancy Pelosi, politics, left, right, What matters? What doesn't matter? And this is going to get uncomfortable. It's going to get uncomfortable for you. It may even get uncomfortable for me, and I don't have a soul. But we just need to hash this out. It's time to have a long, long chat. Here's the deal. Do you know why there's no Holocaust of the Jews going on anymore in places like Poland today? Do you know why? Because we won the war. Because a bunch of Soviets and Americans and Brits went over there and shot a bunch of Nazis in the face and won the war. 
we won the war, that affected the change the world needed. Any policy here, for, for forgetting about combat, any policy here in the United States of America that you love, shoot, recently, the, the Trump tax cuts, do you know why you have tax cuts? Do you know why you have more money in your pocket than you did before? We won elections. Anything ugly you don't like about politics today? Abortion's a great one. Roe versus Wade. Do you know why we have abortion? Do you know why we've killed 40, 50 million unborn children in the United States of America today? Real human life costs. Do you know why? Because we lost too many elections. Wrong judges, wrong here, wrong there, and we lost. In life, oftentimes, Winning is all that matters because then you get to set your culture. You get to set the course. It matters that we won the Revolutionary War. And we love talking about that, right? You know about the Revolutionary War. Obviously, we can all picture it. George Washington on top of a noble steed leading the people in rebellion. Do you know what rebellion actually is? Do you know what revolt actually is revolt is taking your bayonet and shoving it into some british soldier's eye until his brains drip down it while he calls for his mother ugly of course if you're a little shocked right now i'm not sorry you have to understand winning hurts sometimes in order to win sometimes you have to do things oftentimes you have to do things that are not nice they're not gentle at all. You win by doing ugly things. And we've lost sight of that here in America because we are so blessed. Because we do live such privileged lives here, and that's wonderful. Thank God for it. We have running water, air conditioning, heat, refrigerators. Our poorest of the poor have these things. We are blessed. We're used to a relatively gentle existence here. But... We can't forget we only have that existence because a bunch of patriotic revolutionaries shot a bunch of Brits in the face. Now, I don't want you to shoot anybody in the face. I don't want any violence at all. We're not talking about physical violence here at all. Those were just historical examples. So don't worry about that. But here's what I do want you to do. I do want you to realize that winning politically matters a lot a lot. Whether you're the biggest Trump, and Trump fan in the world or just kind of blah on Trump, the difference between a Trump presidency with the Republican Senate and Republican House or a Biden presidency with a Democratic Senate and a Democratic House, the difference in what that means to Americans, to lives, to wealth, to all kinds of things in this country, it matters a lot. It matters so much that you may have to set aside every now and then your delicate sensibilities and do things politically, mind you, that previously made you uncomfortable. Why do you think government has only grown in the United States of America for a century? Why do you think that is? Do you think the American people in general wake up every single day and clamor for more government? No. Government has only grown for the last hundred years because people who are supposed to be fighting to keep it small and or shrink it, I know that's a radical concept, lack the willpower to do what is necessary. You must start conducting yourself more like the people you despise. I know that sucks. I know that's controversial, but it's true. Take this recent dust up with Nancy Pelosi and let's dwell on Nancy Pelosi for just a brief moment. Have you ever, in the history of politics, have you ever seen a more unlikable human being? And for once, I'm not being mean to her. I'm not doing that thing where I take little jabs at people. She is maybe the most unlikable person I've ever seen in politics. She's like some cartoon character bad guy. Corella DeVille. That is the real-life Corella DeVille with their rich, snobby attitude and speaking down to everybody and just, just nasty. And yet Nancy Pelosi is number three to be president of the United States of America. She's the speaker of the House for the most powerful nation on the planet. How could somebody 
with the personality of a grizzly bear with an impacted molar rise to that position? Because Nancy Pelosi knows what she's doing. Nancy Pelosi is really, really, really good at politics. You can hate her. I hate her. That's fine. You can think the things she does and says are gross. You're right. They are. I'm not defending them. I'm not defending her stances on things. I'm not. But she knows how to win wins. Why do you think she rickrolls Republicans every single time there's a major negotiation? Nancy Pelosi, I want $20 trillion in new spending. Republicans, whoa, that's, that's way too much. We'll give you $5 trillion. Nancy says, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> Why do you think that happens every time? Because she knows the game. It's time to start learning from our capable enemies. You can still hate them. I'm not telling you not to. You do what you want to do. You must learn from the game. Nancy Pelosi got herself in trouble. She got busted in San Francisco at some fancy schmancy salon she goes to. Owner busted her on camera, walking around indoors in the salon, which is not allowed, and walking around indoors in the salon with no mask on. Huge embarrassment, right? And it is. I'm not saying it's, it's anything else. It's hugely embarrassing, especially for a woman who's browbeat all of America into wear your mask, do your mask. Coronavirus is going to kill everybody. And then you get busted being the biggest snooty hypocrite in the world. It looks terrible for Nancy Pelosi. It does. However, she, because of all the controversy, controversy, stood up and gave a press conference today. And this press conference had people screaming on the right. Oh, what a scumbag she is. Oh, that's gross. Guess what? I'm about to show you a piece of it. And yes, she's a scumbag. Yes, it's gross. It's also brilliant. Pull out a pen and paper. Take notes. Because if you're a Republican, this is how you handle controversy that comes up. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times. And that um, when they said, well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it was a setup. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. No, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Nobody believes that. You're right. Nobody believes that. And it's a totally dirty thing to do. We'll get to what's happening to the salon owner in a minute. It's awful, right? She's a bad human. I know that. I know she's quite possibly more soulless than I am, and that is saying something. I get all that. That's how you handle controversy. You always give it right back to them. You never, ever, ever apologize because they don't want an apology. They want to dominate you. You go right back at them twice as hard as they came at you, and they'll get tired of it in, oh, about 24 hours. Don't believe me? Think about how mad you are today about what Nancy Pelosi did. Now I want you to check back in with me tomorrow night, Friday night, about 8, 9 o'clock. You get home from work, kiss the wife and kids, have dinner, sit back, crack a beer. I want you to turn on the news and tell me if Nancy Pelosi's hair salon dust-up is still in there. I got news for you. It won't be. Why? When you come right back at them, when you give it to them, when you attack all the time, you give them no place to go. Oh, they'll be mad about it. Don't get me wrong. They'll write their articles. I can't believe he said that. This is an outrage. But as soon as they figure out you're not going to turn and tuck tail and run the other way, they back away. They back away. We actually don't get near as many complaints to this show, not that I care, as we used to get. Why? Because I've never apologized, and I never will. In fact, if you get mad enough, I'm just going to give it right back to you. Twice as bad the next night. That is how it's done. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. Now. Let me talk, talk to you really quickly about Warriors Heart Foundation. Speaking of people who fight, we have veterans, first responders, people who have seen the ugly side of life, the real, real ugly side of life. And to deal with that, sometimes you have PTSD problems. Sometimes you develop real substance abuse issues. And we can't do that thing of, ah, oh, hoping the best. No, we have to get out there and help them. 
Warriors Heart Foundation is getting out there and they're helping them. It's a 501c3. Go give. If you're one of these veterans and you need help or you're a family or friend of a veteran, call 866-950-0636. If you want to give and you should, go to warriorsheart.com slash the first. That's warriorsheart.com slash the first. We'll be back. One of the most overused phrases in the world is, well, I mean, there's always two sides. Uh, It takes two to tango. Well, I mean, I'm sure everybody's to blame. What? I mean, sure, sometimes that's true. Sometimes that's not true. If I come home tonight after work, a long day doing this grueling TV work, then I kick in the front door of the house and tell the old lady, don't even talk to me. When's dinner ready? And we get in a fight? Is that both sides? No, that's not both sides at all. Sometimes it's both sides. Oftentimes it's one side, one side. And I understand this is the nice tolerant age where, I mean, you can't have the hard-nosed father anymore. Everybody has to have mommy powder you on the rear end and tell you everything's fine. Oh, you're fine, honey. No, you can be anything you want to be. Oh, crap. No, you can't. I already told my kids there's no, there's no way they're ever going to be pilots. They're going to be like 6'6". Six, six. Life's hard. Don't whine about it. Be that as it may. This narrative out there that every cop shooting, every cop violent encounter with a black dude in encounter, every violent cop encounter with a black dude is racism. There aren't two sides to that coin. That's moronic. We had yet another cop shooting today. A teenager pulls a weapon on a police officer and points it at him. Teenager gets shot killed. And of course, there's rioting and looting. There aren't two sides to that coin. That's one guy being a criminal scumbag and the cops doing what they have to do. There's not a, there's not a second side to that. Stop defending trash people. Stop. Stop defending a garbage side. Wow, I mean, it's all about perspective. No, there is no perspective when it comes to that. Stop doing bad things. When bad people do bad things, stop defending bad people because then you look bad. This is not difficult. And there are two sides. And it's absurd to me that we have to do this thing all the time in society. And I know I'm a heartless jerk. I know. But why do we always have to do this? Well, I mean, I'm not sure. Let's just hear everybody out. No, we don't have to hear everybody out. I was thrilled hearing A.G. Barr say this. I'm not going to talk about Blake, the Blake case. uh, Why not? Because I think it's different than the Floyd case. What's different? Well, uh, Floyd was already subdued incapacitated, in handcuffs, and was not armed. Uh, in, the, in, in the Jacob case, he was in the midst of committing a felony, and he was armed. He was. He was in the middle of committing a felony, and he was armed. What are they supposed to do? Disobeyed orders, had already been tased, it didn't work, had already had one of those two cops in a headlock, and then marches against the cops' orders and rips open a car door to reach inside. So I ask again, what do you want them to do? Let the violent armed felon pull away? That's ridiculous. Oh, well, they should subdue him. They tried. They tased him. They had him in a headlock. There aren't two sides to that. Well, I mean, it it could be this, it could be... No! You have no options by then. Stop resisting arrest. What are we doing in this country? Stop enabling this behavior. Because what you're doing... It's not even about Blake. It's not even about this teenager who got shot on you. It's really not. It's about the future. It's always about the future, isn't it? It's about the next guy, and the next guy, and the next guy. Start teaching people to follow the law. Start teaching people to comply when police officers give them orders. Start teaching people, even if you hate cops. I don't, but if that's your thing, fine. 
Start teaching people anyway, comply when being arrested. If you don't, you're going to die. That's how it works in this country. That's how it works everywhere. <laughs> A.G. Barr continued. I think the narrative that uh, there's a, that the police are on some uh, you know, epidemic of shooting unarmed black men is simply a false narrative, uh, and also the narrative that that's based on race. The fact of the matter is it's very rare for an unarmed African-American to be shot by a white police officer. I'm thrilled Attorney General Barr said that. So I don't want you to mishear me here. I'm thrilled he said that. Where were all the people saying that right after George Floyd was killed and American cities were on fire? Where were they? It was me and about two other people saying it. Everybody else was going right along, pouring gas on the fire. Republicans, lots of them, passing Juneteenth holidays and trying to pass bills to change. Well, we have to change the name of a Confederate base. So just going right along with the wave, whatever it says, instead of doing the hard thing and being honest. Oh, black men are being hunted down. Well, I have the statistics right here, and it says in all of 2019, what, nine? Nine unarmed black men were killed by police in all of 2019? In a country of 340, 350 million people? That's, that's not an epidemic. That's not common. Frankly, it's not as if those nine lives don't matter, but frankly, that's not even something you need to address. There is no evidence of it, none. Well, you don't understand, this is how I feel. No, 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 no. That's for your mommy. I don't care how you feel. I wanna know how it is. Don't tell me how you feel, good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter to me. I wanna know how it is. Oh, you have to understand the history, no, 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 no. We're not in history. We're in now. We're in the year 2020. I want to know how it is. Is it a problem now? Because the numbers all tell me it's not. Where was that conversation in the beginning? You heard. You were watching. I said it. There were about three of us. Where was everybody else? Joe Biden's traveling today. We got to heal. We got to put things together, bring people together. And so my purpose in going will be to do just that, to be a positive influence uh, um, on what's going on, talk about what need be done, and try to uh, see if there's a beginning of a mechanism to bring the, the folks together. And I'm not going to uh, do anything other than meet with uh, and meetings with community leaders, as well as business people and other folks in law enforcement, and to see uh, we start to talk about what has to be done. Not, I'm not going to tell Kenosha what they have to do, but what we have to do together. She's not ready, people. You can see it in every press conference now. You can hear it in his voice. Even if you agree with the things he has to say, and I know you probably don't, the guy's not ready. It's a fact. All right. You can call me cheesy. I do have some feelings now and then in there, but I like the American flag. I like what it symbolizes. I think it is important for the future of a nation to love itself. I think maybe the place we've gone most wrong in this country is our government education system teaching people to hate this place. This is a wonderful place and you should fly the American flag. We all should. Year round, I think we should. And you know what I love about Atlantic Flag and Pole? It's just a small family business. I love that Atlantic Flag and Pole, that's their mission in life. Not to make a pile of money. They want an American flag in every single yard. They have this outstanding Phoenix telescoping flagpole kit. And what I mean by outstanding is it installs easily and the flag swivels so it doesn't do that obnoxious thing where it wraps around the pole and you have to go out there 90 times a day every time it's windy. And American-made, American-engineered, that's what that flagpole is. 
go buy one. AtlanticFlagpole.com. That's AtlanticFlagpole.com. Do not forget to use the promo code JESSE. Save 10%. We'll be back. Joining me now is a man who really doesn't actually need any introduction whatsoever, Donald Trump Jr. He's done about 10,000 things in his life. His resume's too long to list. And now he's an author as well, savaging Joe Biden. The book is called Liberal Privilege, Joe Biden and the Democrats' Defense of the Indefensible. Don, what does Joe Biden actually believe? Does it matter? Should we care? As I don't actually believe he's a nutball. I just believe he's just totally controlled at this point in time. I, well, I, I think so. Yeah, I don't think he's a nut job. I think he's flip-flopped on every decision he's ever had. Remember, you know, Joe Biden was for the wall before he was against it. Joe Biden was pro-life before he was for late-term abortion. Joe Biden was many things. Joe Biden is running now as though he's going to save the middle class, but he spent half a century in D.C. supporting deals like NAFTA, TPP, China's permanent status in the World Trade Organization that did more to decimate manufacturing jobs and middle-class jobs in America than probably any politician in history. History. Liberal privilege is just that. It's the ability to be wherever you need to be, not have any accountability to that, have the media run as though that's the gospel, perhaps. You know, two examples played out best this week. Uh, the first being, you know, Joe Biden going to Pennsylvania and telling people there on camera, I'm not against fracking. That's ridiculous. I go, you mean... That's not on your website? You're not eliminating fossil fuels by 2030, eliminating all new fracking right away? Because I'm reading it on your website. You said that during the CNN debates. You said that at the two or three town halls when you've emerged from your borough on occasion. So, but the media, you know, there's no fact-checking that. I get fact-checked all the time. Things that everyone knows what is meant, everyone knows what was said, but because a comma's in the wrong place, they say, well, that's factually inaccurate. Uh, you know, Joe Biden's lying to the people of Pennsylvania because the media knows that being against fracking in Pennsylvania will hurt Joe Biden in Pennsylvania. So he can be over there on that issue, and then in other places he can be whatever, and they refuse to even question it. How is it even humanly possible that Democrats, while obviously I'm not a big fan of the party itself, how is it possible they nominated a man who is clearly, and I don't know what's going on, I would, I wouldn't, I'm not a doctor, it's clearly not his sharpest self anymore, but that yeah. man is running to be president of the United States of America. Whether Democrat yeah. or Republican, that's a bit of an important role, and the man can't get through a five-minute TV interview without stumbling all over his own tongue. How does that happen when they had four years of hating your father to prepare for this moment, and now yeah. you roll out Joe Biden? Yeah, I mean, 150 million Democrats in America, and he's the best they've got. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's laughable. I mean, I actually talk about this in the book because I don't I don't want to make light of sort of, you know, cognitive decline, but yeah. it's very apparent. Just look at Joe Biden 15, 20 years ago in the Senate and tell me it's the same guy. I mean, it's it's not even close. But more importantly, what no one knows, another example of liberal privilege, because if these things happen to Donald Trump, it would be, you know, it would be career ending. It would be the end of the world. It would be global news. Joe Biden's had two brain aneurysms requiring brain surgery. Okay, no, he had explosions in his brain that required surgery, okay? But that obviously, Jesse, has nothing to do with why he can't remember where he is, why he reads the byline as he's trying to get through a teleprompter answer, you know, supposedly taking questions. It obviously has nothing to do with why when he does emerge from his basement burrow every, every couple of weeks, he has to go back in and recover presumably because he can't even do Zoom calls for the next two or three days. I mean, like I said, I don't mean to make light of cognitive decline. It's a serious thing. You know, I, we, know we have grandparents that suffer from these things. They can lead great lives. They can do wonderful things. They can be great grandparents. We're not giving them the nuclear codes. There's a big difference. And imagine Donald Trump had brain aneurysms that required brain surgery. They say it about him anyway. He doesn't even have that history. It's literally there. I interviewed a White House doctor who was Obama's doctor in the White House. He's a Navy admiral. And, and he went on the record with me being like, listen, I've witnessed the change over you know the, the 12 years that I've been watching. Uh, I don't, as an American, as a Navy admiral, I don't feel right like that this guy could possibly be in charge. But Joe Biden is really, he's like the camouflage 
the left wants to use to push their radical agenda. Look, look, it's blue collar Joe. You heard, you know, all week you heard he's so nice. He's so, you know, that nice is great. I don't know. Nice. I don't know if I want him running my country. I don't want if I, I, I want nice up against President Xi in China talking trade. Yeah, I don't know if that's a quality that, you know, it's a great quality. It's just maybe not the only quality you should have for president. You should have some competence. You should be able to speak. I mean, if you're a 50-year career D.C. politician, I would think you'd be able to speak to Joe Biden's whopping crowds of two and three people without a teleprompter. I mean, you would think that by, you know, half a century of experience, you'd be able to do that by now, but apparently not. And the fact that yeah. no one is talking about it is exactly liberal privilege. I mean, I get that I've been blessed. I, you know, I don't pretend uh, that's not the case. But, like, compare me to Hunter Biden. Do you think that if I knocked up a stripper and hid from child support payments for three years, you think she'd be a big interview request? You think that that would be, <laughs> you know, tabloid fodder? What about the stuff with the brother and his widow? You know, I won't even talk about that because it's sick. But then, you know, Joe Biden talks about character. I'm like, ah. I don't know, you know, you, look at your family, Joe. You may not want to question people's character given some of that history. How about if I took a billion five from the Chinese government to my investment fund in five days? No one has ever heard of this guy. A billion five. That's $30 million a year in fees, Jesse, in a typical fund structure. 30 a year. Not a one-time deal. Annual. 30 large is pretty serious payment from the Chinese government. You think Joe's going to be tough on China? You know, a tough day for yeah. Joe is getting through a teleprompted speech. How's he going to deal with President Xi? How's he going to deal with Iran? But the media is like, no, no, yeah, no, it's, look, it's a nice, moderate Joe from Scranton. He's going to be great. It's look, insane. Look, Hunter Biden is obviously probably not the most upstanding individual in the world. That being said, I'd party with him for one night. Just one night, though, just to make sure yeah, I didn't you know, end back, up in a hospital. Not, so. you know, back in you know, my college <laughs> days, I think we would have had a good time, you know. I, you know, I, I'd have been a little, you know, I don't think, you know, I, the blow wasn't my thing. It seems to be his, uh, but that doesn't accuse them of saying that I'm on it during my RNC speech because I'm an animated guy. You know, no one's ever accused me of being low energy. I don't want to get that brand in my family. Uh, that, that would be Don, a fireable offense. Don, let me ask you something. I need you to shoot me straight here. You're surrounded by Secret Service agents, these highly trained dudes. Do you ever eye somebody up and consider... Man, I could go start something with that guy right now and just watch my guys just pummel him. Has it ever even occurred to you? I know you won't do it, but don't tell me you haven't been tempted. No, you know, I, I'm one of those guys, if I'm going to get in the fight, I want to finish it myself. Okay. <laughs> the book is Liberal Privilege. Donald Trump Jr., I appreciate you, brother. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Have a good one. Be good. He's right. That Hunter Biden stuff is ugly, man. That is really, really ugly. And I know what the media did. I know what they did. They gave it the smallest amount of coverage for about five minutes right when it was coming out. And they did that because you weren't paying attention yet. And I wasn't paying attention yet. It was way early in the campaign. So you roll out some of the baggage early. And then when you get challenged on it later, what do they say? Well, we covered it. What are you talking about? We covered it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Not when it mattered. And they do that stuff on purpose. Anyway. You see what happened? Stock market? You saw what happened. Who's been telling you that? I've been telling you that. And I'm not telling you that because I'm Nostradamus when it comes to the stock market. I'm not. I'm telling you that because it's inevitable. The history of the world says stock markets have corrections. And really, really, really smart finance guys have been telling me before all the coronavirus lockdown stuff, before that they were telling me, it's a good market. It's due for some corrections. It's going to have a correction. You need to diversify. You need a gold IRA from Gold Alliance. Don't lose all that money you've worked hard for. You earned it. You keep it. Go to goldalliance.com slash jesse. That's goldalliance.com slash jesse. We'll be back. Joining me now, Sarah Gonzalez from the News and Why It Matters. Sarah, question. We obviously have more riots, more looting, more burning because a young, te a young teenage boy went running at a police officer, gun drawn, pointed at him. The police officer shoots him down. Now it's rioting, looting, burning. 
Do people genuinely care when this stuff happens? I'm talking about the people who riot and loot and burn, or is this just an excuse? And I ask this for this reason. Do they honestly expect the police officers to not shoot him? Like, what, what do they want the police officers to do? Pull out their weapon. Oh, no, he's black. Turn and run the other way. What, <laughs> what do they want? What should they do? I, I'm dying to know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a great question. I think that there are a lot of people on the ground who, you know, the ones who are committing the crimes like uh, rioting and looting and burning buildings for some unknown reason. They don't really, they, they just, they're just looking for a reason to just lash out. They're just looking for trouble. They're, you know, also they want a new pair of Nikes, I guess. But I think that there are some people in higher places, namely uh, a lot of people who call themselves Democrats, who are elected officials of our country who look at this as an opportunity. And of course, they do want to seize on the opportunity. So they're the only ones I think that really care or uh, want to make an issue of it, uh, especially Joe Biden. You know, you see Joe Biden who talks about, uh, it, you know, the, the man from Patriot Prayer who was shot and killed. He said, well, he was inciting a response. So apparently you could be a counter protester who's done nothing wrong and incite a response, but uh, other, otherwise you can be a black man who is armed and waving your gun around at the cops totally not inciting a response there nothing to see there completely peaceful that deserves a protest and a riot but uh someone who was truly innocent nothing and that's how you know that they are genuinely just dishonest fake people sarah do you have friends you and your husband have friends outside of your work life even if they're very casual who are democrats leftists do you uh, a couple. Uh, it's it's hard. It's hard. I'm sure you can imagine or you can relate. It's hard in this line of work because they judge you before you even get to get to that level of relationship with them. They already don't seem to want to be friends with us. But I have a couple that I, I we try to keep keep it on the down low from. We have look. We have a we have a couple in our neighborhood too, and it's it's not like close friends, not hanging out, but we end up at the same neighborhood party. You know, I'm I'm having a beer. They're sipping on whatever tofu stuff they drink. You know what I'm talking about. Right. But it's always, it's not just with me. It's always confrontational. It's always the person everybody cringes when they walk in. It's always the one of hey, how, how's your sports team? How's little Johnny? Hey, how's the neighborhood going? And then there's some, I hate Trump. Oh gosh, here we go. My question is <laughs> yeah. this. Is it possible to live peacefully beside the modern American left? And if it's not possible, then what's the solution? Uh, no, it's not possible anymore in 2020. There was a time when it was maybe, you know, even, I don't know, five to seven years ago, 10 years ago, I think it was possible, but they have gone so far to the left. And of course, this isn't this isn't the blue dog Democrat. This isn't the average, you know, independent who usually swings a little bit left. This is the the regular Democrat run of the mill these days, unfortunately, is controlled by CNN, is controlled by, you know, the mainstream media that they see who's telling them Trump is bad. Also, he's orange, so you should really hate him. And that's all that they know. And honestly, Jesse, I, I hate to say it. I hate to sound like a, like my boss here at Blaze TV, Glenn Beck, but I just, every single day I see the news, I see more and more that we are heading towards some sort of civil war where uh, we just split because I don't see us able to work with the other side. And that's not to say that you and I aren't trying. That's not to say that the right hasn't tried to work with the left, but the left just doesn't want to seem to be able to come together at all peacefully. See I, see, I view this very dispassionately. Now, that's because I'm a horrible person, as you well know. But I just, yes. I, don't, I don't see it as being the end of the world. I see it as being the history of the world. We don't share common values. We don't have anything in common anymore. Not you and I, obviously. I'm talking about the right and the left. We don't have anything in common. So why are we doing this? It's like the married couple. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. All they do is scream and yell at each other and throw things at each other and go badmouth each other to their friends. Why are you doing this? Just move out. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a great point. And I will say too, you know, to that point, there are two factors that I like to look at very carefully when I think about this split, this uh, national split that I think is on the horizon. Number one, I'm glad I'm on the side who supports the Second Amendment. Uh, number two, you know, 
the left is the one who wants to fundamentally change America. So I feel like you and I, uh, you know, conservatives, we are the ones who want to keep what is left. We want to preserve what America stands for, what America was founded upon. The left is the one who wants to change everything. So my view is, if you're the one who wants to change everything, why don't you go start your own thing, right? Like you, you go find your own space and you guys go start your own nation with all your crazy rules and liberal doctrines and you see how that works out for you. But the rest of us want to maintain America because this is where we, you know, this is what we were founded upon. This is what we've always believed in and we're not interested in changing it. And I think that that's really the fundamental difference to, uh, to, to look at when we talk about the, the nationwide split. Sarah, I think most Americans, especially the non-political Americans, see the news every night and they just want all this craziness to stop. Stop burning down stuff. Stop rioting. Just stop with this. It makes everybody uncomfortable. It makes people a little uncertain about where they live. How does this stop? Is it Joe Biden getting elected? Is it Trump getting elected? Is it the National Guard? What is it? Uh, I, I don't think either way, I think the National Guard would be a great, a great, a great uh, example of something that would really help in the moment immediately, because I think that both of the other options that you mentioned will not stop anything at the present time. I think even if Donald Trump gets elected, I think that things will get worse before they get better. But when you look at the other side of it, I think if Joe Biden gets elected, it will still get worse before it gets better, because then these people will be emboldened. They will be empowered. They will be enabled by all of the Democrats who have just shown them, hey, we're the popular ones. We just got elected. And, you know, I mean, it's like when Tr when President Trump got elected and everyone said, well, wait, is he finally going to start acting presidential? And you said, no, why would he start acting differently? This is what got him elected. This is He's been rewarded for this behavior. Why would he change now? It's the same thing with the left. And if Joe Biden gets elected, these people are not going away. Unfortunately, they are going to have to have very serious negative repercussions in order for them to actually finally learn their lesson, which I don't think will be learned until President Trump gets reelected, but it's not going to be an immediate thing that happens. We've joked a lot on the right about AOC, you know, that idiot congresswoman from North from, from, from New York. She's this far left socialist and everybody knows AOC. You know, kind of hot, but we're not going into that right now. <laughs> and we've joked about her being the future of the Democratic Party. And honestly, when we first started joking about that, I was, I was kidding. I, I was doing like a tongue-in-cheek, she's kind of a moron, that'll never happen thing. But it really looks like at least her or that type of person is the future of the Democratic Party. Am I crazy about that? Is there some young, middle-of-the-road Democrat coming up that I don't see? Because I look at the youth, which is the deciding factor in what your party's going to look like, and they're all nutballs. Yeah, no, I would completely agree. And I think it's an example of, once again, the left overplaying their hand. Uh, they, we see them constantly do this. They don't learn. They didn't learn in 2016 with the election. They're not learning now. They double down on the same strategies that the American people largely reject. And I think they're doing the same thing now with this new radical breed that they are you know, going out and recruiting these young people who are just mouthpieces, who are puppets, who have absolutely no business and no experience in politics and don't belong there. And I think that, you know, they somehow think that they might be successful if they compile this big army of, uh, I mean, really stupid people when it comes down to it that are, you know, their, their warriors in Congress. I don't think the American people are going to buy it. I think that it's going to, you know, it's going to be very enamoring for some people, some Americans for a very short amount of time, sort of like AOC has been. And I think it's going to run its course really quickly as these people continue to get into power and the American people can see for themselves that these people really have absolutely no idea what they're doing and they're actually detrimental to America. Are you sure about that? Because I, I look around now and I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment and, and, you know, the commercials I see on TV and social media and whatnot. This country looks like it's going hard left. And I mean, I can't I can't watch a, I can't watch a commercial on television now without having Black Lives Matter stuff waterboarding me in the face. I can't turn on a sitcom without it being some new left wing thing. I can't you can't watch a football game. You can't watch a basketball game. It sure seems like they've taken a lot of control out there for something that's supposedly so unpopular. 
I, you know what, I would agree with you there, but I think that we often make the mistake on the right of of un underestimating our own uh, our own morals and our own values. I think that there are a lot of people, even like we talked about before, moderate Democrats who share our values on, you know, uh, late-term abortion. They're not crazy abortion people. All the polls indicate that that the average American does not agree with all of these radical abortion policies that the left pushes uh, on all of this racism, systemic racism. I don't think that people agree with it, but unfortunately, the people who are in control of the media, of you know, of Congress, uh, of the places where you're going to see that you're going to be constantly inundated with it, they are making sure to write their narrative, to write their script, to push it on the American people, and hope that it takes hold. But I just, I just don't. I want to believe that it won't. Obviously, I, I don't know if I'm right. I could be wrong. You, I mean, your show is I'm right, so you're the one who probably is right. But I would like to believe that America will not fall for it. There are a lot of stupid people out there, don't get me wrong. But as a whole, I would like to believe America is not going to fall for it. In general, I just tend to agree with whatever I say. Sarah Gonzalez, <laughs> the news and why it matters. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. All right. How about a sale? How about saving some money? You know Vault Pro has Labor Day sales on right now? Not only right now. I mean, you can save 1600 bucks and more on monster saves. But not just that. They have new deals up every single day. You hear that? Every single day. And I don't just mean gun racks here. I don't. I mean walk-in vaults, vault doors. I'm talking about storm shelters and these walk-in vaults. Um, you can customize these things. You want some shelves here? You want a workbench over there? Gun rack here? You can customize these things. I was in a walk-in vault yesterday. I can't show you pictures of it yet. I don't have permission. It was jaw-dropping. Put it on your bucket list. Go get one now. It is a Labor Day sale. Save some money. Plus, American-made lifetime warranties. Go to vaultprousa.com. That's vaultprousa.com. Do not forget to use the promo code JESSE. That's the promo code JESSE. Save yourself some money. We'll be back. I know that we've covered a lot of serious issues on this show tonight. Sometimes, look, sometimes it's ugly out there. we got to cover the hard stuff. So... With a heavy heart, I must tell you, we have to cover one more extremely heavy subject before we go. This guy said it better than me. Take it away. I promise I won't take up too much of your time here. My name is Andrew Christensen. Uh, I live at 1212 Twin Ridge Road. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as, as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the, excuse me, I'm trying to, yeah, excuse me, come on. I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken, and it's delicious. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long. And we know it because we feel it in our bones. Thank you, Andrew. Okay. Hold it down, please. I, I would like to just comment here. 
For the record, that's my son. <laughs> uh, I lost it when he went, or trash. <laughs> All right. We'll do it again tomorrow. I'll see you. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum. Sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, get 10% off. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.